0: Welcome to the No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast, an unfiltered look into the global vacation and short-term rental industry. I'm Mateo Bradford. And I'm John Stokinger. And this
1: is our podcast. We bring the right people to the table at the right time, giving you an inside view and take on the short-term rental industry like no other podcast can.
0: Good morning, Mateo. How are you? Actually, you know what? Good
1: afternoon to you. I mean, I'm in am I'm in, in a secret location, and um, can't really be giving out any information right now. No, I'm just kidding. Well, afternoon, or should I say, uh,
0: Buenos Aires? There you go. There you go. You, uh, last day, last day of your trip. Yeah, yeah. Out here, uh, live and direct from Florence,
1: uh, beautiful Florence, Italy. Wish I could show you the background, but I don't know where we are right. a beautiful background. I waste any time, so get Let's to our guest today. Well, season two things to
0: talk about, a couple of announcements to make, you know, like we always do about this time. Yeah, season four, episode two, our ninety-second episode. We have a great guest. Uh, I there's so many questions I have. I'm going to go ahead and let you go in. In, That's a cool bottle, by the way. Looks like you're drinking uh, out of wine, but
1: well, you know, in Europe, man, they don't really do a lot of the plastic. (laughs) Uh,
0: But I'll I'll let you go ahead and uh, introduce our guest today. Uh, we
1: are lucky to have this day, uh, my friend, my brother, who I have had the opportunity to know for some time now, who I actually met in Italy, uh, in Lake Como, at the Vacation Rental World Summit, believe, was that 2018, 2019? It had to be 2018. Yeah, it was 2018.
2: We met, her on, Marco. We met her on Marco Island. And then caught up in Como. Yeah. Yeah, right before. Yeah. Oh,
1: we, it was Marco Island first, then yeah. it was... Co- it was, it was, it was, it yeah. was. And it's funny, because I actually have an embarrassing story about, um and this will, this will, yeah, and I actually have an embarrassing story about Marco Island that, that has to do with us. But my, uh, my brother, my friend, the one and only co-host expert, uh, an extraordinary mayor, great overall individual. If you know him, you love him. Um, he's got friends all over the world, great personality. Someone you love to sit down, have a cigar with, talk business with. Um, my friend, and, uh, Mr. Uh, Roberto Nunez. Welcome to the No BS short term rental podcast, brother.
2: Yeah, with an introduction like that of No
0: BS, I'm super honored. I love it. Thank you. It oh, makes it Tell point. me why I'm lying. Right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Thank you. You know, our paths have crossed a couple of times. Um, our paths used to cross uh, back, actually, when I was in payment processing uh, in the uh, the CHPA days, uh, I'd be at, you know, I think we, we're, paths cross in puerto rico uh at, an, at a chpa conference there um our Pats conference a few other times and then most recently at the book direct show the three of us were down in miami last year so you know we've known each other for a little bit just not as i, I don't have that camaraderie well, there's
1: there. you too. your past
0: when you were at track yeah We've been wanting to get you on for for a bit now. We, I know you and I chatted probably a year ago about getting you on, and then for whatever reason, it didn't it didn't align. But we're excited to have you join us. You know, a, lot, a big thing that we do on the on this pod is you know we like to talk about your story and you know and what drives you. And right now, we know you're you're in Philly. You, you live in Philly, or you live in New York, but you, you're also in Philly. You kind of spend some time in. In Miami, you're also you spent some time during COVID. Where we chatted actually over a call during during early COVID and you were down where were you? Aruba. Uh, 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 huh? see? Pretty good. Aruba.
2: Yeah.
0: Good job. <laughs> it, it's surprised. You know, sometimes my mind surprises me as well. And I can remember shit like that. Talk to us, how did you get into hospitality? Like, What was that thing that, that made you go, this is, this is the direction for me? Because you kind of have your fingers in a lot of different things. So we want to talk about you know, your exposure and, and what you're bringing to the space. We know you speak at a lot of different conferences, but, but what was that first thing that you go, you know what, this is what I do. This is who I am.
2: That's a great question. Well, thanks for having me on, first of all, right? Good to stay here at this chair having coffee and a cigar like, let okay earlier. So I like that. That that changes the whole flow of how we just kick it. I've been in the hospitality industry since 2002 because I used to own an entertainment sports travel company. So we only service corporate travel and and artists, music, fashion, and, you know, sports. And then, you know, I got into real estate because we're a real estate family and we purchased some properties here in Philadelphia, New Jersey, another city. And then in 2013, a friend of mine named Carmen said to me, um, "Hey, why don't you Airbnb?" And I'm, I'm only, we're only buying buildings. And stuff. We're not even into that space. Um, I had closed the travel agency down, and I spent, the question changed my life. I was like, what's that? And then she told me, and you know, I looked it up, and I'm like, "This is interesting." That's 2013. It was already out for a while. I, I put my apartment up at a listing because I was doing a lot of back and forthing and a book, and then you know, one booking, two bookings, three bookings, and then I'm like, "Oh, this works." But the, the beauty of it is. We owned already, So then we just said, well, let's try some of our units. You know, we did the arbitrage thing, but I'm like, we own some stuff. We just started converting some of our units and then never looked back. That was really the entry point into the STR and midterm space. But I was already in the hospitality space prior to that. You know, and then I just took some years off with seven years from seven to 13. Yeah. So I took like six years off and then I got into it in 13 in this reference. And then since then, it's just been like changing.
0: Well, it's it's interesting that you you mentioned Airbnb because you know it's I'd probably say it's seventy five percent of of the people's entry story starts with it. You know, uh, it's an exposure to an Airbnb. Our guest that uh, that comes out this week, you know, actually season four, episode one that comes out this week, it is <laughs> in the, his exposure was through you know staying in an Airbnb at an Austin. Uh, and, and it ended up being like a hippie commune, you know, but that's what got him <laughs> into, into short-term rental. And it, and it was like an experience, but it was Airbnb, like, and, and your story isn't original with that regard. It's an, an exposure to something new and at, in your time. It wasn't necessarily new. It'd been around for a little bit, but it was new to you. And you're like, oh, fuck. Wow. Yeah. You know, like, but it like, and then. Airbnb seemed to trigger something in people's minds. Like the ability that how, and I want easy is the wrong choice of words, but at the same time, it's also the right choice of words because they had the, a system in place
2: that you didn't that's have. What it was. That's, that's what it was. I mean, for me as an owner, because we were housing uh, individuals in apart hotels and hotels and, and mostly, mostly in the complex, they just helped us realize how, how simple it was to just onboard those people to your place. And I think that they pitched a good image on or a good idea on staying. People will stay at your place. Like that that's what, because when I did it, like all my friends were like, who the hell's gonna pay to stay in your place? Who's gonna pay and stay in your house? And you know, of course the old, my older traditional folks were like, well, what if they take the TV? And I'm like, no one's taking my TV. But you know, it's like, you know. Well, we did have a TV taken during one of our journey, but. <laughs> so they just made it they just helped us deliver the message that hey people are doing it, right and the different company but you know since we had some experience before that it was an easier fit for me to just convert existing rental units into short-term and mid-term but always keeping corporate and mid-term on on the front because
0: i come from that space so you know and it's been really been you know, our most solid success it's, I love it. Talk, talk to, talk to us about the corporate housing. Like mostly who we have on this show is I'd say, you know, 95, 99% of who's been on the show is not corporate housing. So, you know, we know what corporate housing is, but in what, what is the difference for you to, to our, for our audience, those that are listening that, that those, you know, I think there's a great meld and there's a great hybrid model. And obviously you're showing that that could work and you're starting to see a few people that are, are kind of are straddling the, the corporate housing slash mid to long-term stay slash short-term rental, like kind of bringing it all together and making it work. Why, you know, a tell us, you know, what corporate housing is in your, in your eyes and why do you feel that more are not doing it
2: the way you yeah. are? All right. So great question on, on the eve of, uh, we just went live yesterday with livingquarters.net, which is our corporate, uh, shameless plug, right? Just our corporate travel website to mm-hmm. consolidate the the answer to your question. The reason, to me, corporate travel is business to business travel. You know, your company needs something, our company fulfills it, or we become the conduit to fulfill it. Business to business travel. Some people think that if you, an executive of a company or somebody's traveling for business, books your place on, a, on one of the OTAs, you're doing corporate travel that's not corporate travel. It's business to business travel, meaning the, the best part of all is sales. You have to literally either provide a platform where they're comfortable to book it or get on the phone or email and convert the party into a reservation. And the OTAs and even just the way people operate the past seven to 10 years, people have forgotten or don't want to get into the space of selling. They, they because, you know, there's this, there's this hidden uh, negative connotation with sales. But if we're in business, and like if you're not selling, you got to. Do it. So corporate travel is businesses seeking travel accommodation or travel services, and then the the vendors and the the suppliers of that, you know, and that's what corporate travel is to to me and to, you know, to our organization here. That also comes with sales and interaction with the individuals and the OTAs have made it so easy to just sit back and not interact with anybody that it actually created a massive space for those people who do want, because there's a lot of my clients. They will not even book on an office. They can't. The liability is too big for them to send their executives and their CEOs or their team to a place without even really vetting it or knowing it or knowing that they have somebody on the line that they can respond to. So it's it's made, and the fact that people aren't doing it made it great for us.
1: So, but that's typically, so this is typically a hotel space though, right? Like when people think about business travel and I, and I know it's broad ranging, right? Because this is what you're doing in that space that you're fulfilling was usually when people think about travel in hotels, right? Like here in Italy right now, right? Like the majority of the people that I've met here that are on business trips are staying in hotels, right? Like, you know, short term rentals, not, you know, vacation rentals, not villas, right? They're, stay- they're, still- they're staying in hotels in that space. And when most people think about that, like, oh, I'm traveling for work, they think about the, you know, the name brands, I'm not going to drop their names, but that's typically where they've been in this space. How have you carved a niche, you know, and how have you expanded on this area to bring our industry into that lane in a way that's more palatable for them? Because, you know, that you've gone from like the co host thing, right? To and, and being in, in that co-host space to now transitioning to full-blown, you know, working with traveling professionals of all sorts to bring them into our space, like how? When did that switch happen? When did that light switch happen? And you know, why this direction? Because it's not easy, right? Like it's still a lot of convincing and educating and other things that you have to do to get people to understand why this is going to work for them. Okay. So
2: it, it, it's the hotel space model, but since it's corporate travel and it's business to business, companies are not also looking at their bottom line, right? They, they don't want to put teams or families or individuals just in hotels, number one, all the underlying expenses that come with it, Two People don't want to live in hotels with the whole explosion of the short-term rental world. People now realize there's an option. They can travel with their family. It's a longer length of stay, so, too. It's a longer, longer length of stay, right? So they don't want to build a hotel route. Um, they're just choosing not to build a hotel route. When, in our in our case, for example, our clients are workforce housing. So construction companies who send 17 guys out for 60 days to go build, you know, part of a bridge, they're nothing in a hotel. They're doing five in their house, you know, times three houses, four houses. Um, we just ran a major, a major project for the, you know, the thing that happened in Georgia, the uh, senators race,
1: mm-hmm. right? So we had we, we have really represent- Yes, I do. Uh, I never yeah. want to see a political ad again. So, yeah, that, yes, was, that was
2: crazy. Yeah. Thank you. Well, actually we, we, we accommodated probably know, it might've been like 700 nights of teens up there on the campaign trail. So they're not staying mm-hmm. in hotels either, you know, things of that nature. So. It is a hotel space model, but with more, with like Josh said, longer the next day and with more amenity perks that people can use while saving the company's money. You know, so that's why more, more people are leaving. And with all the marketing and advertising that's happened over the past couple of years, it is just understandable to stay in an apartment or in an apart hotel or, you know, a multi-unit residential or house. Uh, is it harder? No, it's not harder because this is what we do. It's hard for those who don't want in the space. Like somebody's running a podcast, what your guys doing is like, man, how do I ever do this? But this is this is your passion. You know, you do this, so it's not hard for us to convert reservations into sales or convert clients to use our services all year long. It's, well, it's a network Because that's our core. Cool. You know,
0: you've, you've already built yeah. this network, and and it's it's built on trust. You know, we're talking trust, and we've been talking. It's been a, a recurring thing that was it's happening, happening over, over, over episodes here. Like you've built a network, you have, it's business to business. These businesses trust you, these corporations trust you, or they trust other corporate housing providers. And they go, we use this company, we use your company, we use this company. And the, the cool thing about the corporate housing world from when I was kind of dabbling in it or like a vendor in that is that, you know, just like short-term rentals, you have your com- competition, your competitors, but you also kind of work together in a way where Hmm. and i see you do it a lot on networking on social and i i I want to applaud you for this you're like hey i need like a thousand nights uh for in you know in this city and i only have so many help me out you know so there's a lot of back scratching which i i see and i applaud you for doing that because you're all competing against each other for the same clients but at the same time to get these big fish and, and to go ahead and, and su- support these large, uh, whatever it is, it's like in an event or construction or whatever, you all come together to, to reach the, like a common goal, which, which I, awesome. I, I, I like that about, about corporate house. And that's also what I like about STR you know, right. because yeah. like everyone, it's like, like head to head, like knock them, drag out, like, like, you know, in a community, but at the same time, there's certain, you know, there's a uh, there's an equilibrium where you know, hey, I'm at full capacity and I know so and so down the street has a you know, some units available. Hey, why don't you go ahead and check them out? they'll take good care of you.
2: You know, that's a great, that's a great breakdown because I've actually called Mateo a couple of times and he's linked me with a couple of individuals. And that's really because our clients are demanding more inventory from us than we have. So and and that message you're talking about, John, about hey, I have. These many nights of, any need, let me tell you something. I was literally in 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 Miami. I get the call from my client. I'm sitting there and I'm like, "How am I going to fulfill these five thousand nights?" Because I know we didn't have it. And I put it on LinkedIn, and they people responded, and we booked. Yeah. We we got the reservation, and then they made another request, which was in Reno, Nevada. We're not in Reno, right? We were now, but we weren't at the time. And we made a request, and we booked ninety times. Yeah, I think it was like twenty seven hundred nights off of another operator, you know, they got theirs, we got ours. Our client was extremely satisfied. So I guess if you were to say it in, you know, uh, you just turned everyone eats, you know, and I'm, and I'm very big on I'm not about, you know, not, not everybody eats. Because, yeah. We want to get to the end goal, which success, booking the property, satisfying the client and then going on to the next bench.
0: Absolutely. And, and it's about yeah. a betterment of the industry. You know, when, when, when everyone comes together, whether STR, corporate, midlet, you know, whatever, whatever we are, when we're when we're we're still putting out a good word and a good image for for the industries, as mm-hmm. opposed to you know all this negative connotation that comes because of parties and regulations and all this shit in STR. Like like any good publicity we can do, and everything that we can come through to and, and shows the community that hey these these corporations came together, these businesses came together and they helped so-and-so.
2: It's, mm-hmm. it's a positive thing. It, it, and there's, there's massive opportunity because I know that it's just so easy to go online and click, click, click book, wherever you're at. But there's so many companies that are so traditional. I mean, Fortune 500, Fortune 100, that they're just, they have entire travel departments that say, this is how we do it. Yeah. This is how we've done it for the 150 years we've existed. And this is how we're going to, and they might keep doing it past my lifetime. Why would individuals not set themselves up in that space? Because it, it is work. It does require work. It does not require a team. It does require a system. So we do that. We created it, but it, it's a massive space. And once they have a bad experience on the click, click, book uh, platforms, they do wind up coming back in this direction. So we actually do see more clients coming in than we actually, I think, we have been going out meeting because. They're like, well, we've had some bad experiences. We just want to make sure that everything is, you know, accountability is massive. Liability is massive. So, you know, we, we, we work very
0: hard at making sure trust is super solid. It's, it's what it's about, right? You know, it's what, it's what it's about.
1: Well, the other part of it, too, is I think is our, you know, STRs. When you think about the STR space, the alternative accommodation space, whatever you want to call it within this, right? You have vacation rentals. You have, you know, what you you would call, you know, your mid or long-term stays within this space, right? But the business acceptance of all of this, right? Like the getting to, you know, corporate booking agents and getting to the internal travel, you know, planners at companies, you know, and getting and educating them really as to the benefits of what we have to offer. It seems to be like where you're seeing a lot of success, right? Like really translating the best of of what we have, right? Because so many people will say, oh, and they'll say, oh, Airbnbs, how do you Airbnb at business? Or how do you stay in an Airbnb when they're talking about short-term rentals? Right. And you're talking about short-term accommodations really, right. In the being able to bring an industry that's professionalizing that's, you know, from technology to practices to preferences, right. Because you're also having a business class of traveler now too, That is not one thing to say in hotels or extended stay hotels or, uh, you know, uncomfortable environments when you can say, hey, do you want to stay in a, you know, one or two bedroom apartment for you know, those 15, 20 days you're out or however long you're staying within that space? Or do you want to go stay at X brands, extended stay suite that nobody wants to stay in for that amount of time? Right. Like. And being able to give them that opportunity and, and give them, you know, those choices and even having those choices and have that be viable and get reimbursed for that. Like that's a culture shift, right? Like to have it adopted and to have it and 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 what I love about what seeing what you're doing in that space is really working hard to ensure that the industry is prepared for that, right? Not just on the other side of that, right? Like that yes, the education to the buyer on the other side, but also that. The seller and that that our managers and our multifamily property owners and things of that nature are, are understanding the opportunity because that's an education piece in and of itself too. Which talk about that part because you, you you old school in this multifamily space, old school in that space, you know they didn't really adopt us very well in the beginning. They didn't really open, you know, they didn't really accept us with open arms because they thought it was, oh, this is a hustle. Oh, this is this is, you know, this is, it's going to be a fad. Hotels are going to win. And nobody really saw that there was actually space for everything and everyone in a way that this could really work to their benefit until they had occupancy they needed filled, right? Until they saw that, you know, the apart hotel model that was grown and expansive with tools and technology could actually be a benefit to their business. Um, and you were in the front lines of that. Talk to us a bit about that. Well, you know, people lie numbers don't.
2: Right, so you know, our owners and operators, uh, building building owners, were very anti the short term rental because of the you know the media public we all we all know that, game, right? Everyone watching this podcast pretty much gets that. Yet when when COVID hit, which was a booster for us, you know, and tenants weren't paying, so first they would say no to us because they were like, "No, we got the tenants that've been with us for years. We don't need this." Then COVID hit, and the more the rent more term, and then nobody's paying rent. And the good tenant that was paying for years stopped paying. So now, so we went from having to talk to owners and convert them from no's to maybe to yes to, to get property, so then our home nonstop ringing during COVID because they're like, take my building, not not my unit, Mm -hmm. take my building because nobody's paying, you know, we're getting these people out some way or another and we don't want to experience this again. So that, that rent moratorium actually was an amazing corporate housing and midterm space booster for us because owners took such a hit that they're like, we don't ever want to experience that again. So we have properties where we might be 50 to 70% of the building, and then they'll still keep a couple of people, you know, cause they have internal beliefs like just in case, you know, theory, but they just don't want to have that experience again. And then we complemented that with saying, we're not short-term rental, we're accommodation. With a focus mm-hmm. on businesses, once you tell a, an, an owner of a property or, or chain, we specialize on business and business travel. It reduces that negative message that the media was giving about short term rentals because now they're like, i like, they'll ask them, who are some of your clients? Like, you know, Instagram is a client kind of ours, Amazon is a client kind of ours. Now they're just like, you're the household name, yeah. right? So now they're like, okay, that sounds okay, and be the opposite average stay thirty plus. They're like, okay, so there's not people coming in and out and fifteen different people a month. Nope. And then it became easier. So, you know, um, COVID was a booster to help us get interface. the education of it isn't just, it's on both sides, right? It's the sellers, yeah. of the operators, knowing that you have to professionalize your, your your business because this is a business. People, this is no more of a side hustle or, you know, some little extra money on the side. If you're doing this as a business, you got to professionalize yourself. And if you're going to professionalize yourself, you got to level up in, in, in your services, your accommodations, your your response to your clients, what you offer, you know, of course, the famous, you know, your own platform, where they find you, you know, and then on the on the owner's side, we spend a lot of time working with our own, No, you know, things are going well. Most of our business comes refer us from owners to other owners because they're like, well, how's your portfolio doing? They're like, it's doing great. They're like, oh, we're at 98% rent collection. People are like, how are you at 98%? Because the average is 85. How are you at 98% rent collection? They're like, oh, we use this company. They pay our rent. We deal with one tenant, one payment a month, and they take everything, you know, so owners are referring other owners to use us because of the success ratio, but that success ratio is because we do sales. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. It's funny. Like, I can't even beat that one. I can't, I'm going to show you something. So I, I journal, right, every day. And in my journal, on the top of every line or in the journal, every, it always says one out of it'll say, you know, pray God exercise, you know, I have my checklist, my priorities, but always in my every day, it literally said sales, one word, sales, sales, because every day, like you probably won't see it, down here somewhere said sales, because so, every day, if you're not bringing in reservation sales every day, then, you know, your yeah. money's going out. So we work hard at sales, getting clients to reserve, and then we work hard at getting owners to get quality properties or providing, you know, and, and keeping that business going that
0: Hey, Reverend, I got a question for you. We're, we're talking about evolving. We're talking about meeting the needs of, of owners, meeting the needs of clients, business to business. Do you? W- when I was more involved in the corporate housing world, the, the tech was kind of behind compared to like the other verticals. It was behind compared to hotels. It was behind be- compared to SCR, which was behind the hotels at the time. And now I think SCR is definitely caught up. Um, maybe even surpassing in sur- some circumstances, but like, is the tech coming along? Is there the right people and the right money, like being funded into the corporate housing slash business to business model? I see new startups coming out, you know, like, and I want to I want to ask you about one here in a few minutes. But like, where do you see the tech? Is it is it where it needs to be, or does it still have a ways to go?
2: Man, not at all. The answer is no. It's not caught up. And I, and I love that question, right? This is why I really appreciate the space and individuals like myself and Matteo. The short-term rental are like the disruptors. Young company, funded some VC money, people building that, you know things out of their, their studios. They're the disruptors, right, of the housing accommodation space. The corporate rental midterm space are the old school way of this is how we've done it. Now that's the mentality. The disruptors actually are bringing in information and services and ideas that the corporate and mid-different spaces are kind of were opposed to, but now they've loosened up over time because they're like, this is just coming. And some of those services work. The thing I love is that we're in the middle because we operate on both sides of the spectrum. So we take the energy, the resources, the relationship that you guys from the STR space. And then we mesh that into what we have with corporate trust model. Right. And then we, we you know, we've proven a successful formula, but there's still a lot of tech that needs to be uh, actually, I don't even know if tech needs to be created. I think they just got to accept the idea, change the ideology and not connect the services provided by some of these companies with the short-term negative messages that they now, you know, like cor- you were in the corporate wrestle space for big time. There's just an old way of doing good old way of just, you know, and that doesn't, that doesn't apply because major companies have, have fresh blood coming to understand the STR models of kind of operating. You know, so um, there's there's some work to go on the corporate rental space, and the midterm rental space. And there's already companies on the short-term rental space that you can use, you know, over. Uh, interesting, the companies in the short-term rental space are targeting the midterm rental space or corporate rentals, And these people have thousands of doors. I mean, tens of thousands of doors, some of them are let alone. But they yeah. even, so they haven't even made a jump either, right? So it's kind of like, there's still a lot of Why reasons.
1: do you, Why do you think that is, though? Is that because you think is it just not on their radar? Is it because like they think it may be already out there? They maybe think that hotel-like technology or hotel-based technology is probably already targeting this space, or is it just a complete lack of understanding of the space or, or lack of understanding of the need in the space, I should say? I would that conference is chip one, right?
2: I'll be there next, next week in New Orleans. Some of the providers of services that are offered on the corporate restaurant space on the short-term rental space, the services that they have here will fly right through it. Like, you know, and I think that the operators on the STR space, one, they may not even be aware. They may not think that mm-hmm. there's such a huge market. Two, barrier of entry. They get there, they get a couple of no's and go back the to sales. Sale. They don't push through. So it's like, listen, you, know, you want this guy, this client who had 2,700 doors in three city and they're giving you no's because they've always done it this way. You got to keep working on it. So, you know, either they don't know, they're not aware. They, they don't know how to push through the barrier of entry. And, that you know, they're fixated on a niche market, which is understandable. You know, maybe the higher-ups or the higher-ups themselves are saying this is our target. But there's so much growth on the other side of the spectrum for these companies that aren't making the job. Because I've used the software. And the software in the SCR space does apply on the corporate rental space. It's mm-hmm. something tweak tweak Andrew.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, I, I am on day two today. Of the director of sales for a software company in the short-term rental space, right? Mm -hmm. Believe me, we're coming. (laughs) We're gonna figure it out. There's a, you know, because I know what's there, and I know what I know what was being offered, you know. And there's there's like a like you guys like a really archaic software, and then you have some up and coming newcomers. What I think that you talked about what not knowing the barriers or not knowing. A, the, the barriers are like you know API things. It's it's like distribution things. It's small things, but then it comes down to bandwidth. So like and and it's and it's and it's blinders on these companies in the scr space have blinders because they're like oh things are going so well here. I'm gonna have to divert some resources to go ahead and and figure out a couple things by but by diverting those resources, I'm taking away from you know new things for scr. Well, if they would just pause. Look at the bigger scope and look at the doors and look at, I mean, again, one company with 2,700 units you know, or whatever that may be, is it's not small fries. Like, this is right the, it's not small fries, but don't you think it's opened up, John? Like now, like how many, we weren't, be
1: honest though, like two years ago, were we talking about midterm and long-term stays in STR? No. When COVID? Uh, pre, like pre-COVID we weren't we were not talking about, pre- no, more we're talking about pre-COVID it.
0: about it. no it's definitely like, I mean, it's definitely opened up and being honest there's definitely way more people coming into it but 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 looking at like especially, at especially the, in urban markets though yeah but looking at that mm-hmm. landscape though what's interesting about it is they're coming in ill-prepared they're coming yeah. in with a bunch of money but shitty tech and not necessarily like Executing correctly, they're like have a great idea, but but just somebody from the outside coming in with a great idea doesn't make it work. You need to have relations. You need to have you need to be able to work through these. You need to, uh, you know alpha and beta testing. You need to have these things to work. Through. Like these things take time and years. And 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 these companies are going to come in. They're going to sprout up really quick in these tech companies. And they've got a great idea, but if they don't get the adoption, doesn't happen. They're going to get frustrated and you're going to and we see it all day, every day. We've mm-hmm. seen it since we came into the industry. These tech companies that pop up, they're here for one or two years and then they're gone because they, again, let's go back to sales. It yeah. wasn't fucking yeah. sold. And then, yeah. you know. And you know what? And, you know, another thing is I
2: call it the bond, right? The Bond meaning each hit. So, like, back in the, we used to sell uh, phone card, even though when I was young. So, I used to be the marketing director for a phone card company and they would sell you a $5 card, but the money wasn't in the card. The money was that little fee that they charge you every time you, know, you made a call. That was yep. called the bomb, I right? We, and we, college. it was, it was, it was yeah, an amazing
1: time.
2: Yeah, it was an amazing time, right? And um, but now, when I translate that, that thinking into what we are is, remember, it may be 2,700 units, but it's three or four 90-day reservations.
0: So it's exactly. four reservations. In it's not the doors.
2: <laughs> right. So some of these companies may say, well, the revenue model might not work for us because we're not getting enough bonds, you know, turnover like we do in a short-term rental space. Because so 2,700 units in the short-term rental space, you might be looking at, you know, X, Y, Z reservation. But on the mid-corporate, you might be looking at But yet there's still a space there.
0: Yeah, but if you get so by unit, it's on, it's on a, you know, they just price it differently. Like it's a SaaS model based yeah. on revenue, yeah, not a SaaS model based on units. But whatever the case yeah. of still, you just have to rethink it's just a different... Yes, or
2: reframe, reframe your approach on how you're going to make that number, that, that project work for
0: you. And be competitive. Speaking mm-hmm. of... And it, we're talking about, you know, like people coming in, disruptors. You mentioned disruptors, like, coming in. Mm-hmm. I was exposed to, and I think it's corporate housing, it's work, it's definitely... This company called... Are you familiar with uh, a new tech star company called Work B&B?
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Blah, blah, Bradley, right? Bradley. Bradley.
0: yeah yeah. so so this cat he's i i chatted with him um he's we're gonna get him on the on the podcast and some point kind of talk about like how is what he and their team doing uh black founders black total black um which is super cool i love that you know they're they're coming in and, and doing their thing what is the difference like what is he doing or that company work BNB doing that's different because they're coming out like it's this amazing new new like direction for corporate housing basically without calling it corporate housing what is it really that different or is it just like just like a a, a rebrand
2: i don't know enough about the company to say what are they doing different but i will say that number one the fact that they work BNB automatically you know That was a smart tag, you know, to grab that name. I don't know how they're providing their housing, you know, and I don't know if they're doing anything different corporate housing. We actually called them on that project that we need a housing point in Nevada. Uh, We couldn't get anything from them. They just probably didn't have the inventory available, which is fine. You know, um, I followed them. I've seen that, you know, they're doing a lot of pushing and, uh, you know, marketing and and putting out posts of that nature. But I don't know enough about what model they represent. I know on our end. We, our out is to have inventory of doors and the company to use those doors. Like that, if somebody used to say, you know, what does the company do? Like we house business, we house, we house business travelers. You know, that's as simple as I can say. And, and we want to let operators and managers know that if they're professional, like there's a lot of operators and managers who don't know how to get into the space. They don't need to recreate the wheel. They could just say, here's the inventory that we have and we could add them on it and put them out there, but it just, you have to be professional about it. We're not taking... Fly-by-night operations are just popping up and disappearing because our credibility and our names on the line, you know, and our client. So how are BNB is doing that? I don't, I don't know. They're doing anything different.
0: I mean, so my I... understanding, it's more of a, um, you know, and, and again, this is mine, not theirs. We're going to get uh, Eve's on to go ahead and talk about this. But my understanding, it's, it's actually like short-term rental hosts that are frustrated um, and or can't operate the way they used to because of regulations. And now they have to go ahead and only offer longer stays. Um, so like WorkBnB is reaching out to these. And, and there's a focus on making sure it's, it's professional. But I don't think but, they come from a necessarily a professional background. It's more of a, hey, we're a host. Uh, we weren't getting what we would, thought we were going to get out of Airbnb uh, because of XYZ doesn't matter. There's, they see a great opportunity, and it works well together. I think that's the model.
2: I could see a creation from that. You know, the fact that some of these platforms are uh, ostracized and cut people off, they've actually forced other companies to get created. Because, you know, when you have X amount of people just bumped off of platforms and they're making their living from this, people are going to go and recreate something that's going to work. They're not just going to hang it up because we blew them out. At least if they're smart, right? 100%. Yeah. You would think so. You know, so. Yeah. 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 So that's companies got, but then again, so. some people, their entire business was, just putting it up on the platform you know so when they get bumped up in but that's why I think a lot of companies are starting to emerge of that nature.
0: I love it I mean and I think any time that a, a company's going to come in and make you know potentially make another company uncomfortable uh, they're doing the right thing uh, one way or another they're doing the right thing because you know oh shit they're getting some, some some inventory share or they're getting x y z it doesn't matter they're doing something right because they're getting some momentum and whether it's it's a social media momentum or it's actual momentum. It doesn't matter. They're still getting momentum,
1: right?
2: You know, in the, in the corporate housing space and midterm, there's so many. It's not like there's so many sectors within the corporate housing, right? So like there's sports, entertainment, management, travel. There's uh that that means that like you're housing entire teams and their families and the staff, right. looking at 46, 49 people for twelve nights, fifteen or thirty nights. That's a whole squad, right? Then you have hey, what's, uh, what's her I am
0: try to think of her name. Uh, Nicole um, in uh, Arizona, uh, big sports company. I'm trying to think she maybe not Nicole. this one? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I apologize for that uh, digress.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 But there's so many no, but there's so many <laughs> there's so many um so many sectors in the corporate housing man, that you know you could actually pick one sector and build the whole business market. And around that sector because they're massive, like workforce housing, phenomenal. You know, you're yeah. talking about 16, 30, 57 people for 30, 60, 90, 120 days. You know, one place they're just there to handle what they gotta handle. Military house like you know, like uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's a great, that's a whole great sector. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see him at Chippa next week. You know, um mm-hmm. there's so many sectors, then there's so much business. I just see that people stay away from it because it's not delivered.
0: The what's the big thing you're looking at uh, with with, so this will come out actually on Thursday next week, Um, so the week of uh, CHPA. What is you know has is CHPA growing every year or or did it pause for a little bit and are are we poised for, for some regrowth there. And do you, like, what's the big thing, other than obviously networking, what's the big thing that you think that you're looking forward to most at, uh, in New Orleans?
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, I don't know if they're growing or shrinking. I think that they're rethinking. I think there's a, it was a very good conversation at the ERC Worldwide the Employee Relocation Council last year, right after Vegas, right at the VMA, And they had a panel and they said, you know, things are different, things are changing. And mm-hmm. they're rethinking their approach on, or how to do things a little bit different. And I see that momentum going I've actually had conversations people. They're like, Yeah, we've had new models and just open our minds to so not just the way it's a good old, you know, old style convention mentality. Um so they are definitely thinking, getting more creative and uh opening their thoughts to new ways to do things and new ideas. Um, while still keeping the core value of professionalism at the front, right? I do see that. Our goal as a company is to Align ourselves with companies that are housing relocation special, and let them know we have inventory because we're in, right now. We're in forty nine cities mm. right, in the in the state, so we're going to and say we're in forty nine cities. So when you're in the city, you know it's, it's one source to find everything. Mm-hmm. And then also to meet professional operators who have X Y Z inventory who want to add the inventory to our portfolio as well because we have clients. So yeah, so that, but, in that a, networking but connecting to actually app- yeah. and get a result.
1: Well, I think it works. And, like what you said with like at, with that ease, I think like it's interesting to see will corporate come into our space, right? Because we're seeing, you know, new areas of demand, whether it's government and military workforce housing that, you know, has a tremendous opportunity within our space that Anthony and those guys are taking care of. It's what you're doing within that space. Will we see more of the corporate housing, you know, at VrMAs or at the STR events or in the STR communities, right? Like, a, 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 you know, will we see that transitioning? They're they they're learning. They're seeing that they need to change. But w- will we see that right? Will we mm-hmm. see their actions? Will we see them? Um, or is that still something that is you know you, that you feel is is uh, you know far off in terms of their adoption? Yeah, it's the way to go because
2: ideology is the way to do things that you've been doing for, for 20, 30 years. Like first, it's hard to change that thing. Right. Oh yeah. You, well, know, uh, rest, like, you know, it's interesting, though, that's a great part, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's
0: interesting, you know, Roberta, because Lee, Lee Curtis, like when he was uh, president or, or head or whatever it is to the board, you know, uh, of uh, CHPA, you saw a lot of like synergy when he was there. I mean, he was coming to Verma, and and then and, and 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 some of the, the team at CHPA was there and then vice versa. I, I think that whoever was at that time the president of, of RMA was at the CHPA. So there was like at that time, and I don't know if it's still happening. I know Lee was very involved when he was, you know, at that time of, of at least seeing the landscape and, and in, in investing in understanding the differences and, and the similarities.
2: Right. It's amazing, right? We're all after the same thing, which is occupancy, like filling this inventory with quality people. But we're all just looking at a totally end of the difference. Like we're a football team on two different two and goal lines. But we're all at the same 50-yarder. You know, feeling that space. That's why, that's why I'm very optimistic about it. I know that both spaces are, are making their way. Will they meet in the middle and, and be in sync with each other? Now, maybe, maybe not. You know, I know that we're going to continue to provide what we do and continue to build on that. Even on the short-term rental space, right, I've approached – companies and say, listen, we're, we're building this tech. And they were like, oh yeah, you know, we thought about corporates a couple of years ago and we not to go that direction. Anymore. And I'm like, like back to Mattel's point, where we've been talking about this a couple of years ago. So even some of the short-term are just not seeing the value on this side, but somebody will, you know, somebody's going to create stuff as always, you know, and somebody's going to create it from that side like coming this way. end. And it'll mesh because at the end of the day, there's still doors, right? There's still doors. There's still people occupying these doors and it's still paying on a night deal, man. you know? So we just have to figure out where is the, where's the, 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 the not even say the even field, man. They're, they're just going to meet because we're in the same industry. Yeah. They're going to meet. We're in the same industry. Just don't know how far along it's going to take, but you know, yeah. while everybody's either coming or not coming, we're going to keep growing. <laughs> so,
0: well, I mean. Ultimately, we're, we're still it's it's still you know the, the classic David versus Goliath, you know, Goliath being the hotels and the deep pockets that are hotels and right. you know and we're and where these alternate accommodations um, we're all meshed together and you know ultimately the hotels and and the the spending and the and you know all that is we, we still can't touch it. And we we, it's gonna, we have a long ways to go before we could touch it or fight it. And we, we have to come together.
2: Yeah, and I love that. The alternate accommodation, right? Because we are giving you know, us alternate to that to that option. You know, so that's a great that's a great that's a great uh, tagline, with, you know, the alternate because it's really what it is. Like you don't need to take that, you need to take that. And we both S T R and MTR all three offer the other, the alternate accommodation. So yeah, that's a good that's a very good way to to,
0: to simplify, John Like. Verdon, this has been awesome, man. I'm I'm glad we can have you on. I'm I'm glad you could join us. It's uh I'm I'm excited to hear hear stories of CHPA. We'll have to catch up and, and see what's going down. Yeah. Really, really excited for you and and super excited you're able to join us on this podcast today.
2: No, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. And it's actually good to just have a conversation. Great, great, great opening with, with that. Having us talk, man. You know, saying there's uh, that's good because they just allowed to be
1: yourself. I love that. But that and that's what we do, man. Right? Like that's uh, you know, how we met, what we've done, and you know, we just want to translate that. So, uh, definitely, thank you for coming on. Um, you know, we'll we'll catch back up with you again sometime soon because we, you know, there's areas we didn't get to talk about. Like next time, we'll really, you know, outside of the tagline, we'll bullshit a little more because we you know we got lots of stories to tell and share and. Uh, we didn't even get to get into the book, man. And uh, shout out to you, and congratulations yeah, 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 yeah. on the book. And uh, yeah. you know, you've done yeah. a lot of great yeah.
2: things this yeah, year.
0: Yeah.
2: No, thank you, man. I thank, I appreciate that. Congratulations on your ninety-second. 90- what is it? ninety-second 90- episode? Ninety-second <laughs> episode. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it. Said? Let me let me ask you a question then. Uh, when you guys did your first one, like, did you see this ninety-second 90- mm-hmm. episode, like you know, or you're just going to add it at like day by day as you go forward? Like, have you seen it? Did you see where it is today when you first started?
0: I don't think it's a great question. I we just definitely evolved, you know, uh, and we 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 just knew we wanted to have authentic conversations, Yeah. you know, yeah. and I think that and we knew that we what we didn't want to do. Which, which which is what 80% of the podcasts are doing, which is tips and tricks, which is great and it's necessary and there's so much need and, and they probably get more listenership overall general people like, but ours is really focused its niche and it's, and it's intimate. Um, and so ours is just us. What we wanted
1: it to be was just to be us, right? To be, you know, sitting down and having a conversation like we would at a conference, like after the conference, at a bar, right? Like at the table, right? Like it, it, you know, imagine this being the after Como set, right? Like at the table, whenever yeah. everyone after, after the conference was done. And I like, remember this, that. It's that feel, it's that thing. It's that's what we wanted to be able to bring to you know talk to about the amazing people that we know and being able to bring them on and let them tell their stories cuz nobody that we know it was like I'm going to be in short-term rentals and you know you think about the amazing personalities and the backgrounds of all the people within the space you know that's what we want to highlight talk about the people talk about the culture yes talk about the business of the day Um, talk about new and exciting things that are happening with tech. Talk about what your future, what the future looks like. Talk about how far we've come and how far we have to go. That's what, that's really what we've wanted to do with this podcast. And so, you know, for us, I think, I think the vision has expanded, you know, I, but at the end of the day, I think that's always what we've wanted to do. Um, as opposed to, you know, tell people how they can get rich within this space. Um, you know, that's another podcast for another day.
2: Yes. Yep. You guys, and you guys have done it. And to close out, I guess, they, uh, I always remember the time that you have after the conference, not the presentation. Those, those table meetings, those talks, those walks. That's what you remember. So I think that's what you guys are here. Thank you. Congratulations. Mm-hmm.